on the sports desk of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal and RedRaiders.com. Here's your look at all things Texas Tech sports. Now, here's the Red Raider Podcast. And hello, everyone. I'm Carlos Silva from the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, sports editor for the newspaper, here with another edition of the Red Raider Podcast. And I've got defensive back Marquise Waters of the Texas Tech football team. Marquise, I guess just for you coming into this season, is it night and day in terms of what the offseason was compared? And I guess what, what's it like to know that hopefully you all will play football and hopefully there won't be any you know disruption, so to speak? Hey, that's a big, it's a big accomplishment, man. I'm looking forward to seeing more fans. I've never played in Lubbock before, so like and hearing about the fan base and just how much everybody in Lubbock supports Texas Tech sports, academics, and athletics. Looking forward to it. Just... I know you've already brought it up so far, but I know coming from Duke, you played, played some time there. I guess what brought you to, to Texas Tech? I know Coach Jones, obviously, is probably a big reason, but I guess what, what were some other things that kind of intrigued you about Lubbock? Uh, from a from a personal stat standpoint, not having as many turnovers as far as opportunities in the air with the ball. Mm-hmm. As you see, more of an RPO running type of conference. I wanted to come in a conference where it's going to be more air raid, like yeah. passing, yeah. just like get more opportunities in, in the air. When you kind of say that, so I guess how would you describe the way you play? Are you a very opportunistic guy when you see the ball in the air? You kind of go for it or you're kind of in the area, I guess? Yeah, my dad always told me, basically, if you once the ball in the air as a DB, you're the receiver now. So that's how I see myself, just a versatile player. If you want me in a box, in a box. If you want me in free safety, play for me. I guess, why did you play at Duke? And if you can just kind of explain generally, I guess, what if there is going to be a difference as to the way you played at Duke to maybe now. Yeah, at Duke I played more strong safety. Yeah. But I played, don't get me wrong, I played high and nickel yeah. and corner mm-hmm. at times. But most of my plays that I made were coming rolling down off the roof and strong safety because I always play on the strong side. Here is more of a free safety-ish type of style for me and, like, a nickel back. So it's, like, strong side. I guess you could say strong side too, but it's just the way I scheme set up. Just being versatile, you got me at all positions out. You know, the, the big story is all the transfers that have come in. I guess who are some of the guys or maybe some of the returners that kind of spoke to you and said, hey, this this program's great, the, the chemistry's good, the buy-in's good. I guess what, what really kind of sold you in terms of the players and kind of the guys that are here? Talking to Fields, Fields, Demarcus Fields for yeah. sure. He was talking to me. Just hearing all him and Eric Morris, hearing all these players decide to come back rather than leave yeah. after the season, especially with Fields' stats consistently over the years. Yeah. Him deciding to come back another year and play. Eric deciding to come back another year. And then on top of that, the transfers, me and Malik yeah. played at the same area. We trained with the same trainer for a year and a half. So we've been to each other, and we decided to come here as well. We both discussed coming here at Texas Tech. So, like, just talking with them all over in general. So I know I've asked coaches this, but I kind of want players' perspective. Do you feel the the game's going to be a little bit different with all these guys coming back with this experience, or even just then, just having you know the continuity now to where you guys aren't you know maybe gone for two weeks and coming back and you know not being able to play with guys? Yeah, I feel like I feel like this game will be a lot more different, especially with some of these players. Like, it's so much experience out here. Yeah. Just like not only it's just like a lot of players they had an extra year of COVID under their belt, so even yeah. if they was freshmen, they got a chance to experience the game and see what it's like. So I just feel like we have a lot of upside, a lot of upside. And I've been on a couple good. I've been on some good teams at Duke as well and won rings. I could tell by the way we're building this team chemistry and just like connecting with each other that we're gonna have a dominant team this season for sure. So you already talked about Malik. 
DeMarcus, some other guys in the in the back, the secondary, and kind of all that stuff. I guess. Can you speak to what the linebackers are? Because you got linebackers. Yeah, I mean, is it just a just experience and kind of craziness there? Man, there's a lot of good linebackers. Man, we got a lot of good line, even backers that didn't even play yet. That like that you guys may not know, but mm-hmm. we know like it's a lot of good linebackers. Out of all our, it's half of them like they got opportunities, man. So it's gonna be a lot of competition, even with all the transfers coming. It's gonna be a lot of competition every position, man. The best players gonna play, and that's just how it is. But everybody gonna get their fair share, and I think the linebackers gonna be a big part of what we do because they just like they're good. They make plays. They playmakers. I guess, uh, can you speak to what Keith Patterson has meant to you or just kind of taught you? Because I know, obviously, you know Coach Jones from Duke and all that, mm-hmm. but just what, what has Keith Patterson meant to you and what, what he's kind of told you you're going to play here? Coach KP just basically, Coach KP means a lot because he te- he's teaching me kind of what I already did do, but it was never established. Like, yeah. Coach KP is allowing me to be versatile here. So, like, at Duke, I was versatile, but it wasn't established. It was more like an assignment during that game. Coach KP is investing plays and things into me where I could allow it to be versatile. Like, if this is this, you're going to do this. Like, you're going to play this position. If we got a certain team that's got this type of dominant threat, you're going to do this. So, like, he's allowing me to be versatile and just mix it up. And you never know where I'm going to be at in the game. So I could be at corner and nickel. So you never know. So, for you, did you first start playing defensive back or did you play other things before you kind of settled on it? Coming out of high school? Well, uh, either high school or just youth ball and you kind of figure so, out, you know? Always been a running back in the safety. Okay. Come out of high school, had like 20 offers at running back, like six to eight at safety. Yeah. So, like, it was a no-brainer. My biggest, my first position was always safety, but the yeah. position most colleges wanted me for, I mean, actually, I was a corner in high school. Okay. My biggest position was DB, okay. but the position most of the colleges offered me for was for running back because I was actually, like, a kid returner slash running back, and that was just, like, what I did growing up. Both of that, I was a better running back in high school than I was a DB. Yeah. But... I don't know. So what was the transition like? Because I know the the general term that I've heard is usually if you're a defensive back, you're a great athlete, but you just can't catch the ball. So obviously you kind of turned that around because you're a running back. And that was, yeah. That's always been a myth. Like yeah. I, I mean, it's some great defensive backs no, in the world that can change it. Yeah. Like Xavier Howard, Sonia, everybody, mm-hmm. great example in the yeah. NFL. So it's always been we hearing that, but yeah. I, I think my hands so, so I guess just generally kind of going into the season, I I mean, I'm sure I know what, what the answer is, but what are the goals for you all, especially going into this year, where as Coach has said, it feels like the buy-in's good. He feels like there's a winning mentality now after a couple of years of trying to figure that out with the guys. I guess what, what are you kind of expecting kind of being that, that sort of new perspective because there's a new guy in? Yeah, I feel like – our mentality is definitely like to win. Everybody building, like I mentioned earlier, COVID played a. I haven't been in this program, but COVID yeah. played a big part last season in not letting people build relationship yeah. and chemistry. You got to think about it. A lot of players came from different areas yeah. here last season, yeah. and they never experienced having to build this true connection because we weren't able. They weren't able to come in and practice yeah. this spring. We all kicked it off with being able to come in and practice and build this team chemistry to do better. So after seeing the way we all click, especially from first practice until the last part of the spring game, just seeing the way everybody clicking and like having fun, just showing more energy, I think it's going to be a very good season. Once again, that's Marquise Waters, your Texas Tech football defensive back. Appreciate you all listening to another edition of the Red Raider Podcast. I am Carlos Silva. We'll talk to you next time.